0: <laughs> uh, we are a professional podcast ladies and gentlemen professional welcome. only exactly welcome to another edition of the Naughty podcast i'm your host nathan bond Join alongside me as always the very dapper seth varnador and the uh professionally
1: dressed robert Steak. how are you guys doing couldn't be better couldn't be better nate
2: Big big get for the Illuminati podcast. We got riding on this week. (laughs) That's big for Uh, us. We
0: uh, we were we were hoping for uh, was it Sub Zero or is that is that Tech? Yeah, no, you're on.
1: You're on Sub Zero. There it is. Big fan of Sub
2: Zero. I got my blue one. It is a Golden Girl shirt, but it's blue, so you know, I'll I'll go. (laughs) I'll go with it.
1: I just noticed that.
2: That Stay stay golden, Steve. (laughs) Ooh, that's perfect. Look at
1: it's, that. It, it goes really well with my silly goose hanging loose shirt.
2: I <laughs> we're ready. We're ready to talk serious sports right now. <laughs>
1: Absolutely. These I mean, serious serious.
2: I mean,
0: outside of the shutdown forecast, we're the internet's only other college football podcast who takes it very seriously. That's true. That's true. <laughs> so Seth, I think you were the one today who suggested what the premise of tonight's podcast is going to be. Um, So we were kind of figuring out what we were going to discuss, you know, obviously what we're going to touch on, uh, you know, fall campus, you know, what we're, we're into week two of fall camp, basically Uh, the first full uh, team scrimmage is on Saturday. So allegedly we should have a starting quarterback named this weekend, right? Or at least to the team, God, God, I hope, right. Isn't that allegedly what was supposed to happen?
2: So, we'll see. You know, it's a lot more competitive than we thought. Both guys have really stepped up. Uh, we forgot about Katravis Marsh, but the other two guys have really stepped up. So, <laughs> we, it'll have to go another week, you know. Yeah,
0: we'll we'll figure it out. Um, so, big things ahead for, for the South Florida Bulls as we head, you know, closer and closer to September 3rd when the Bulls open up versus BYU on ESPN U at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time inside Raymond James Stadium. In Tampa, Florida. Uh, so for tonight's podcast, we're gonna we're gonna weave in information, but on the whole, this is what we're gonna do. We are actually going to draft a fantasy team. Each one of us is gonna control our own destiny and draft a fantasy team of players that play for USF currently. And we're going to ask the fans to figure out who had the best team overall, and then we're gonna track it throughout the season to see who gets the ultimate bragging rights at the end of the year. Um so bear with us. Seth, I believe you have the random number generator.
2: Yeah, I do. I'm I, let me I I'm going to share the audio on this tab. It's going to be loud though. So Okay. Oh, I was it like the little clicker wheel thing. Yeah, I think it's I think oh, it's hell worth yeah. I think it's worthwhile. All right, so uh what's the number? Who wants to, Steve, you want to be number one because of your beautiful outfit?
1: Yeah, I'll be I'll be number one tonight. As as we all know, I'm historically the best at doing drafts. Correct. Um, I've never, yes, there you never done bad. So, you know, I, I might as well start us off something strong here. Hopefully get number one. Nathan, Draft would you pick. like
2: to be two or three? I'll, I'll take two. All right, two. I'll be three. So this will determine whoever wins this gets the number one pick and then we'll go in order. I guess we'll spin again, maybe for second pick. And then yeah. uh, and then uh, it'll be a snake draft. So we'll start and then wrap back around. All yep. right, are we ready? Who's ready to see who's going to be the number one pick?
1: I'd please let it be me.
2: Please let this
1: quarterback decision be easy for me.
2: Uh, oh, number two. that's, oh, that's Nathan, me. Nathan Bond with the, with the pick. Congratulations to me oh yeah, i should have you know i should have removed choice all right now steeg now you'll we'll stay number one now i'll be number two the coin flip this is big here right go. here i don't know if you realize how big this is but it, it, this, this could be massive this could be pretty big right here <laughs> <laughs> god, <laughs> <me>. <laughs> god damn it
0: uh, all right Oh, well, i have to laugh steeg uh
2: you get the third and fourth pick though well, you get the wraparound. Yeah, you, you, I yeah, do right. get the wraparound. Around the
0: horn, so that's that's all right. So what we'll, we'll do: uh, base premise, PPR rules, standard scoring: uh, six points for a receiving or rushing touchdown, four points for a passing touchdown, one point for per reception, and then point one yards per receiving yard, passing yard, uh, and uh, rushing yard. Um, we'll at we'll draft one quarterback, one running back two wide receivers, a tight end, an offensive lineman. We'll get to how we're going to score offensive line play here in a second. One defensive lineman, a linebacker, and a DB. So you got that quarterback, running back, two wide receivers, a tight end, O-line, D-line,
1: linebacker, DB. Um, Can I answer a question that was quickly asked in the chat? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, perfect. Uh, Justin there asked, uh, do you know what school s- – Uh, CJS, uh, coach Jeff Scott referred to when he said, USF lost two players to a lower conference because the school paid two K a month in NIL. Uh, that school is, uh, none other than the university of Massachusetts at Amherst. Uh, yeah. Leave it at that. How about that? Yeah. Good for them.
0: They got, they got, they got money up there. They do got money.
1: I mean, they got stupid money. Yeah. So that makes sense.
2: Um, don't really care about return on investment, huh? <laughs> nah.
0: Nah. nah, I mean, you put you know six K a month. You know, if you do three months and put into Bitcoin in like six months, it'll be worth like three
1: thousand dollars. So it'll be perfect. There you go. They're gonna they're gonna smoke us in men's basketball this year. But yeah, you know, back to back to the draft. <laughs> All right, so uh, I'll I'll take
0: first pick um, with the first overall pick in the twenty twenty two. Illuminati Podcast, USF football, fantasy football draft. I will take quarterback, Baylor transfer, Gary Bohannon.
1: Shocking. Good I know. Pick, good pick. Good pick. Bold choice, Nate. Right? Mm-hmm. Bulldog wasn't high on your list or anything. No, you know, it was between him and Gunnar Smith. And uh
0: had a had a had, a, had a, you know stick to my gut and uh pick Gary Bohannon, uh primed for a big season if he starts all 12
2: games. Yeah. All right. So now I'm up with the number two pick. So here's my question to you guys. I guess I really can't ask. um, But the question I'm asking myself is, is there another quarterback worth taking if we think Gary Bohannon is going to be the starter? Could it be a loss pick or is it a good backup pick? So I will answer
0: this with basically what Xavier Weaver said uh, during his media availability this week is I've been at USF for a little bit and I've played with a lot of quarterbacks. So you, you never know. (laughs) You just, you never know. Um, But I I get what you're saying. You know, typically in fantasy football drafts, you don't want to take quarterbacks this early, but with such a, it's a shallow league. Uh, there it's aren't true. very many QB options. It actually enhances uh, the the price yeah. of, of the pick, which is why I felt really confident in taking Gary Bohan in there at the first overall.
2: Yeah, you know, I think you have a point, um, but you know, I, I I don't want this person to play and then lose out on all points of the quarterback position So I'm gonna take Timmy McLean. Just as a uh, backup here. if right. uh, I'm sure he'll play some this year, so I'll get some points out of position. Uh, makes quarterback a little bit tough for Stieg, but there are a ton of good players here. So two quarterbacks off the board. Stieg, you are up. Where do you want to go? Anywhere. Anywhere on... The board. I I gave this a
1: long hard thought, and by long and hard thought, I mean when did I get the third pick? Uh, probably two minutes ago. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you had to it, suspect it's, it was gonna I,
2: happen.
1: Yeah, I, I had that inkling, uh, especially with my luck and in, in drafts and everything. And I, I gave it. I, I'm the, the obvious choice here is is to go with Trey Marsh. I mean, it, he he was the solidified backup last year, played a good bit. Um, you know, he he kind of you at would least. expect to be the number three guy at the very least. Then you throw a wrench into it because you have uh, true freshman quarterback, Byron Brown, apparently grit leader of the year uh, for, <laughs> for freshmen over there. Right. So but we don't know if that translates on, on the field. You know, you can be the hardest working athlete, uh, but throw 75 picks in a season. So I thought to myself, which other quarterback could possibly play this year in gadget situations? Just long shot, you know, you need a speedy guy to come in there. You need a guy that uh, that brings something a little different, uh, which is why I'm taking none other than converted quarterback to quarterback back to quarterback Jordan Smith. Wow. There's a shocking. reason. There's, There's a, a
0: reason. A shocking pick right there, ladies and gentlemen. Early I don't
2: I don't think that is a terrible pick. There's, There's a reason. Shocking. No, yeah. <laughs> I mean it's, bad. No, it's, it's bad. bad. It's bad. It's bad. You know, hands off the old chest piece. It's bad at this juncture.
1: With, but I, I mean, he could have had that been big your last, last, yeah. yeah
2: you could have had
0: that last pick. There's no bench, so it's not like any one of us could no. stash a quarterback. I, if there was a bench spot, Steve, and you didn't take Travis Marsh, I was going oh, to yeah. take him with my next pick.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely.
0: <laughs> I would just, take a just absolutely <laughs> mess with you.
2: But I think <laughs> in steeg's defense, now t- I, I agree, the pick time to pick, awful, terrible, <laughs> but in defense of Steve. If he does have to move to another position, you have the ability to possibly have some points. That's right. You could get a, a whereas I to don't know. Become eligible at two different positions. Yeah. So he, he's I, eligible as a quarterback because that's what he's in the roster. But if he moves, then he he still functions as the quarterback. But
1: I figured at the very least, if if say we're winning or we're losing by a shit ton towards the end of a game, you're throwing in your third string guy at that point. You're probably not throwing the ball very much. Uh You know, as far as I, I know,
0: Marsh in this scenario. Oh, right.
2: Yeah. And I think he ran over, <laughs> tw- I think he ran over 20 miles an hour. So yeah. he runs better than we'd think. Um, yeah, that's bad. But Steak, you're on the board again. You're up, you're, you're on the yeah, clock like for the wraparound. Look
1: at, look at me, look at me go. Um Question, because uh as our resident fantasy football idiot, uh I've never done <laughs> I haven't done fantasy football in like eight years. To be completely honest, um, how do we how do we score like a like a like a uh, a returner? Uh, and you can probably guess where I'm so, going with this one. So you get a
0: point for every ten yards, right? Point uh point one, well, yeah. So a point, yeah, point per
1: ten yards. Point per ten yards.
2: Touchdowns count six for points six points. Yeah, yeah, correct.
1: Okay, okay. That throw, oof. All right. So here's my thinking on this. One. Come on down, Sean Atkins. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, when, you're, when you got a consensus All-American at kick returner, um, you know, I'm not a special teams coach by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, but I probably wouldn't kick to him very often. So my inkling at first was, oh, take Brian Bati. He's going to get you points on special teams. Easy money. Um, but not, not so fast. Uh, the vulture. Give me those quick six points on damn one touchdown run. Damn it! Damn it! <laughs> damn me, it! Give me, give me Jordan Smith and Jaron Mangum in the backfield oh, together, God. cruising together. That was that. He was at the
0: top of my big board after after Gary Bohannon, Man, oh, great pick! <laughs> what a, way to way to come back? <laughs> way to but redeem I, myself. I thought
2: that was gonna fall, and oh, I was gonna I was gonna damn. have to. I was kind of talking to myself a little bit about debating do i take what i take mangum just because of the touchdown production i think you'd have to think about it you fools assumed that i wouldn't take mangum yeah i'm going to take the guy that kind of made me think about this process um i'm taking jimmy horn that's gonna be my pick in my I when i heard jeff scott talking about jimmy horn the other day in my mind i thought yeah he's the best player on the team in my opinion. And then I also thought, well, would I pick him first if this was a draft? And that's kind of what started me thinking, but in the second round, I'll take him. I think he's going to have a really good year.
1: Can I admit Uh, something?
2: And and, I thought we were going position by position. No, we're not. Oh, fuck me. (laughs) The whole board is over to you. Dude. (laughs)
1: oh man <laughs> i stand by my chin. now i know why you guys are ragging on me so much i was like uh, you're like this is a great
2: pick i mean what are you talking about no yeah you can go anywhere yeah oh, okay cool no, so right. yeah i'm going i'm going jimmy horn um that's a good i pick. think he's gonna have a really big year get a lot of touches i would imagine um and i got my team my team name's ready to go so okay yeah do you guys want to know the team name now or you want to wait
0: Let's wait. We'll wait till the end. I got to figure out my team name.
2: There you Um, go.
0: So I've got back-to-back picks. I'll wrap up the second round. Real simple, real easy. Should have been the first-round pick. Xavier Weaver. This is is wide receiver number one. This is going to be whoever the quarterback is. It's this guy. He's going to be the target. Um, Plus, he could be getting pump return yards too, as well. It um, just depends on how, how that kind of fluctuates and, and, and shakes out for the bulls. Uh, he finished with 715 yards last season. He's a Fred Bolitnikov uh preseason watch list candidate uh, with another 700 yard season uh, in 2022. He will vault into the top five all time in career yards as a wide receiver wide receiver at usf uh jumping the likes of carlton mitchell uh of years past so i mean that just seemed like the surefire easy bet started kicking off the third round here do not pardon the pun it's brian battee he's going to get rushing yards he's going to get receiving yards he's going to get return yards he'll take at least one one uh, one uh, kickoff or punt or what whatever back to the house. That's just that's a slam dunk. I feel really comfortable with that trio uh, as we gear gear forward. Even if you know, you know, even with Gary, if if he doesn't get all the starts, I think Brian Batee and uh, Xavier Weaver are what we call matchup proof, quarterback proof. It doesn't really matter; they'll still get there. So I'm excited about those two picks as we uh, get deeper into the draft here.
2: Yeah, um, it's up to me. I think, obviously, if it was just on pure talent, maybe, and what I expect production to be, I might look at a running back here. But since that position's off the board, I'm going to go ahead and uh, pick a guy that's coaches have been talking about for a while and that you saw get some pub today in the freaks list from Bruce Feldman. I'm going to take Will Jones it's a great as, pick as my defensive back phenomenal pick. pick
0: um let's let's pull that up real quick um i i have got it let me it was you put it into athletic right uh so bruce Goldman, yeah. he has uh, of the athletic he has the uh, freak freak of nature college athletes uh, heading into the season uh will jones checked in at number 74 for usf as safety okay, uh this is the blurb for, for Will Jones from Bruce Feldman in The Athletic, a Kansas State transfer who excited the Bulls staff before blowing out his ACL before the 2021 season. Jones has recovered and come back strong. The 5'9", 182-pounder, bench presses more than double his weight, 375 pounds. He bench presses 375 pounds and squats Same. more than triple. He, he squats 600 pounds. He power cleans 330 and hit 22 miles an hour on the GPS tracker that is a mighty fine pick Seth. And I think, you know, last year that defense would have been a lot different with him in the backfield.
2: Yeah. I don't like how Bruce Feldman said blowing out his ACL. I think that's a bit aggressive, but other than that, uh great, great piece. And uh, you kind of see my, my, I've just got a lot of explosiveness on this team right now. Uh, Absolutely. McLean horn. Will Jones. This is an explosive team. Could be a track team, uh, but but we're pretty good at football too.
0: All right. Phenomenal. Back to you, Stieg. Back to Stieg for two picks here to wrap up the third round and start the fourth.
1: I'm just going to continue
2: to. You can pick whatever position you want.
1: (laughs) No, I'm just going to continue on on my list at this point. (laughs) Because, (laughs) because because my, my, you know, at at this point, all all bets are off. You got a theme? Um, Yeah. Might as well just kind of keep rolling with it. Uh, This, this next one, uh, Let's, uh, let's, let's digest a little bit, um, between like three guys, I've, I've like a gut pick, I have like a heart pick and then I have a brain pick and, uh, being stupid has never stopped me before. So I'm going to continue that trend. I've been hearing a good bit of good things about him, uh, throughout the uh, camp at uh, receiver. I'm going to go with Yusuf Terry as hmm. that, uh. And, and and for no okay. other reason than he's already got that Baylor connection with uh, with with good old Gary back there. I've heard really good things about Yusuf Terry's uh, work ethic, especially uh, kind of behind Xavier Weaver on the outside. There, he kind of fits between. He can kind of be slotted around if it's X, Y, or Z. He can kind of fit all three of those positions. He's not exactly the tallest guy. He's not exactly the fastest guy. Um, but he can kind of he can be lethal in, in a like. Rep- Represatory role there. Um, plus, he has a cool-ass fucking name. So
2: That's true. That is true. Alright, yep. next, next pick, Steak. You get the first pick of the fourth round now. I keep on forgetting that.
1: Uh, well, I got to continue my trend of uh, being stupid in my draft. Um, so, we're going to go with my second receiver, which is going to be uh, just phenomenal all-name receiver test here. I'm going to go with the Joe with Joe. Um, That's exciting. Nice. I, I
2: named him twice.
1: Yeah, my, he's uh he's definitely got it. Uh some worries uh ab- about taking him. I, my my gut was to take a Amarian Dawson. Um I really liked Amarian Dawson's work ethic and I like what he does and I like what he brings at receiver uh as well as a few other positions as well. But uh there's something about a Joe A Joe, his charisma. Uh that image of him at this scale just will forever live in my head. Well, that could be a um, team logo. It, that's gonna be a team man. That it's just a picture. It's just gonna be no description or anything. Just that Joe a joke picture. Well,
2: there you go. All right. Well, it looks like we're having kind of a run on receivers here. So I'm gonna go ahead and get my second receiver now. I'm gonna go with is it Caffrey Brown? How do you pronounce the first name? Chafrey. Chafrey. I'm going with Chafrey Brown. <laughs> Uh, great pick. Great pick. I'm going with him. Uh it's he's got some good buzz in camp. It seems like he's in line to possibly start across from Xavier Weaver. So I'm gonna go with him. I know he'll be in the rotation. And again, this is an explosive team I'm building right here.
0: Absolutely. So, a, lot, a lot of speed demons, a lot of a lot of a lot of speed guys. Uh for you. Now there. you're back to back. I'm back to back here. Um uh, Man, I, let's go. I'm going to, you know, this is the an all-stats guy. Uh, he he really does it all for, for the Bulls. Uh, I don't understand how between practicing games that he still has a voice because he is a very vocal leader on and off the field. Uh, I'm going to go with Antonio Greer.
2: He often doesn't have a voice in the postgame.
0: Right. So I'm going to go Antonio Greer. Um, for my linebacker spot. Right. And I feel pretty, pretty good about that. You know, he puts up stats uh, over 90 tackles last season. I think we'll see a few more splash plays from him, from the defense in general, a lot of havoc plays. Yeah. He, uh, he, when he was talking to the media this week, you know, he said he really loved Bob Shoop, and, you know, he's a Shoop's a funny guy in your face kind of person. And, you know, we, we talked about it on this here podcast when Shoop was hired about what makes good defensive coordinators click and it's you've got to be a little crazy. I think that's what defense, I mean, you've got to be a little crazy to play defense anyway, to willingly go up and hit people and have to be the one creating the contact. There's always got to be something just a little, uh, <laughs> a little off about, uh, about you to, to play defense. He's going to be the, the heart and soul of that defense. Uh, his final year, he's going to go off and uh, I'm, I'm excited for what he can do now my my next pick i want to make sure steek you have no more wide receivers
2: to take correct everybody right. else oh uh, yeah steek and i both are full on receiver okay so i can, can i can let me see if i have let me i see can see my shared if i've written everyone's name correctly here i've got mine on a pretty little note card you've got so don't forget you,
0: Okay, perfect. Um, even better. So what I'm oh, going yeah, to do, I'm going to hold. Yeah, I'm going to hold off on wide receiver right now, and I am going to take uh, Jatorian Hansford mm. at defensive line. Phenomenal. Um, Phenomenal. Just, you know, Eric, I was really thinking about Tremell Logan, but uh, I, I, just, I couldn't pull the trigger uh, this early here. I'm excited for what Jatorian can do. For the Bulls defense, I'm excited to see what he's what he's capable of, uh, but really excited about him uh, in the Bulls uniform. That's my pick. I think the defense is going to create a lot of havoc. Place. I think they only they finished with like 28 tackles for loss last season, nine and a half sacks as a total team. I think they'll smash those in 2022. Just with the increase in depth and talent, plus a new scheme that'll, uh, as, as Antonio Greer said this week, put uh, their best, their players in the best positions to succeed.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna go Tramel Logan. i <laughs> <laughs> going like ten miles away. <laughs> Eric, Eric's my assistant GM in the chat here, but yeah, I, I think the obvious what we've heard uh, about him, the weight he's put on, he's shown flashes every year. And kind of he he can put it all together with that weight. Like the, the biggest concern with him was he was kind of slender when he first came in, and now he's he's up to two forty seven, two fifty, I think it was close to in that weigh in. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got some speed off the edge, I think, with scheme. Hopefully, they'll get him some one on ones, and and he can make some plays. So I'm gonna go with Tramel Logan there. I just feel like if he can become the sack guy, you can really get some points there.
0: Absolutely.
1: That's a great pick. Uh, Steve, God bless I'm you. Gonna, You're up. <laughs> yeah. God, God bless me. Uh, so I, am going to, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move into our, our lovely little tight end room. Uh, it's, it's, it's a tiny room for all these big men. Uh, it's a really only five choices to choose from and no true blue starter, uh, just yet. Um, I'd imagine that, uh, someone of this position, is going to have to emerge from them. You've got two pretty good options. You got the the pride and joy of the twenty twenty one recruiting class with Gunnar Greenwald, um, no. big frame coming in already, six foot four. Uh, updated roster is at two forty four pounds, so big boy already. Um, you got two guy, or you got technically three new faces, but uh, you got Chris Matillo uh, from Penn. Not you, not Penn State, but just Penn. Smart dude. Uh, Knows his shit. Uh, Chris Carter, a good name there. Jason Littlejohn, he's kind of my X factor. He might be a a downhill receiving threat. Jackson Long, I'd imagine a special teams uh, captain's coming down his way. But there's one thing that we haven't talked about when it comes to our tight ends. They got to be handsome. And I'm choosing the handsomest. Chris Matillo, handsome tight end. University continues on. Wow, good
2: luck spelling his last name, Seth. I am looking, <laughs> M-
0: I'm frantically o- searching.
2: <laughs> it's M O T T I L. What number are we talking here?
1: He's, He's number 86. 80? Something, yeah.
2: We're yeah, seeing the roster.
1: He's way down there. Oh, there he is. Um, I
2: see him. <laughs>
1: a massive human being, by the way. 662, almost 260. That's, that's a thick. Thick fucking tight end. He's, I'd imagine double he's T, gonna be like a primary blocker. L, yeah.
2: Matilla. All right. Matilla. All right. First pick of the sixth round Steve. Back to you. All right. Well,
1: <laughs> no surprises here. We're gonna choose an offensive lineman. Um, this one, this one's going to be tough because obviously the points of how we're going to grade this, we should probably talk about that, right?
0: Yeah, well, yeah. yeah let's so uh, we, we've kind of decided we wanted to, you know, because the hog mollies up front don't really get much love, so we're we're gonna give them love. Each game, each offensive lineman that we select, will start with ten points, and then they'll decrease by a point or two points if if there's a if there's a penalty called against them. If they give up a sack, uh, also we will reward points based on you know pancake pop block if they if they uh, spring blocks. a run, yeah. um, if they're downfield blocking on on a screen or a long run, you know they that we want to reward effort from the big boys, so that's what we're going to do. That's how we're going to score the offensive line because they don't really get
2: points, they don't get much love, so we're gonna we're gonna do that. It's going to be like a gymnastics judging. We're going to have a committee that comes together and judges. It'll be a hotly
1: contested thing every single week in the podcast group. Oh, no, that was Brad. Brad Cecil was the one that pancaked them there.
2: Um, (laughs) (laughs) Do we get a half, half, half (laughs) pancake?
1: Yeah, half pancake points. Um, So really, I mean, we have five options here. You got you five starters. uh, We're depending on injuries and everything like that. You know, this might need to get redrafted in case because oh, no. it's not really going to be fair if I choose Brock Perry and get an automatic 10 points every single week. Right.
2: Well, I mean, they have to play.
1: Yeah. Um, so really it's the starters and then maybe a few rotational guys. Um, I, I saw a little inkling that uh, hadn't gotten discussed too much. And that's uh, this new fangled uh, blindside blocking that we have to kind of deal with as far as our tackles going um, with a left-handed quarterback and a right handed quarterback. You have two different bro- blind sides. So both of our offensive tackles have to learn both left tackle and right tackle. And that kind of sucks. Uh, now, is that, that's, is that, that's, that's, is that what's actually happening? Like they're flipping. Yep. So they're they're uh, flip flopping, depending on who's uh, who's taking snaps with ones.
0: That's interesting.
1: Yeah. That there's your, like a there's your nugget of the day. Yeah. That, yeah. that sounds awful for everyone involved. Right, And so that changed who I was initially going to draft when we were talking about this, because I was initially going to go with Demontre Jacobs. Cause I was like, ah. Oh, Dude's great, love the guy. Um, but I'm gonna change it. It's it's a guy that I've I've been high on for the past like two and a half years, and I talk about him nonstop. Dustin Dustin Hall, Hall. Dustin I gonna, Hall.
2: I was gonna love say, Dustin Hall. Watch this Steve. I, I think. think. Right,
1: you got it. Oh yeah, <laughs> Dustin Dustin with a wide. Don't don't fuck him up. No. He was a he was like he was like Mister Pancake on his uh, high school football team. I like it. So uh, I've got I've got high hopes there.
2: All right. Yeah. All right. So it comes back to me. My team sucks.
0: <laughs> man. Jeez Louise. You you know, I mean, these are still nice fellows, man.
2: Yeah, no, they're nice. No, fellas. I think I, just, I think I think besides quarterback, which is really like you have no shot because yeah. you got third. Um,
1: <laughs> like I, if, if this, this team was strategy, up, I'd be fine, but you did
2: some strategy. Um, you went for it. I, I gotta give that to you. I'm gonna go, uh I'm gonna go. I think I'm going to hit up the old tight end room here. Okay, and I'm going to go with some upside here. I'm going to go with Gunnar Greenwald. That's a great upside pick. You've got some
0: stability with Jimmy Horn uh, and and Will Jones. I think they'll they'll give you a lot of talent. You need you need the upside pick to maybe cash in on some points. I think. uh, Caff- uh C- Caffrey, How- Man- Caffrey, Man- Caffrey, according Chaff- to C. Caffrey. Choffery, man, that's going to mess me up all season. uh, Chaffery, uh I think he's also another, uh, you know, big boomer bust kind of guy for
2: you. Yeah.
0: But, you know, if he pops, it, it's going to be, that's going to be a fantastic pick for you um, as we get deeper into the season. Same with Gunner, but, you know, someone from the wire, uh, the tight end room has to catch a pass. That's just kind of how it boils down. That's my um, point. <laughs>
2: like <laughs> yeah, Jeff Scott said, recruit.
0: "Yeah, Jeff Scott says that they've got four serv- serviceable tight ends, so that means that they can't all be bad, right? At least
1: one of them has to be halfway decent. Well, there's only five tight ends, so someone oh. just got thrown way under that fucking bus. <laughs> hmm. Well, I, I, I think
0: Jackson Long is a, is more of a project piece at uh, tight would end you, for sure. Would you say he's the redheaded stepchild of the? That's that is rude, and I'm offended." <laughs> um so let's see how do Pan- i want to panama steak? i need Come a fucking over cigar over here <laughs> uh so db i i'm gonna go db here with my with my pick um i, I want i want some upside i think I think this is the right pick. You know, if Smoke Davis was around, I think this is the guy. This is the pick for me right here. So I've got to, you, you want someone who can rack up the tackles, who can make some splash plays on, on the back end. Um, I think it's going to be, <laughs> I think, <laughs> I think it's going to be uh, Daquan Evans for me. Um, I think he's, I think he can take the next step here. I think he'll be re- relied upon heavily. Uh, as we get deeper into the year,
2: all right, Zaquan Evans coming off of the board. Back to me. I still have a second pick, brother. Oh Let's my gosh, get, I got. I, I'm over my. I'm over my skis. Jeez Six. Louise! All right, what is that? Six eighteen, right there. All right, seven. First pick of the Eight. seventh round here, and and then I'm
0: gonna go with uh Mitch Harris at offensive line. Uh you know, you need some stability, you need uh leadership. I think I think he's a safe bet. Uh just because of the way my last two picks are going to be, they're going to it's going to be those high upside guys. So you need something to offset that. What do you how do you offset Big swings and, and potential misses, you get the stability. You get stable guys. That's what Meach Harris is. That's what he's done for three and a half years for the Bulls. He's been that s- stable presence along the offensive line. It's a perfect pick uh for me as we go uh into the final two rounds here.
2: Yeah, great pick. Steady. I think steady you got you got a steady hand there. Um you know, I've got I don't know if I I think there's some depth of the position I'm gonna pick at, but the other two possibilities I can go to, I kind of have whoever I want because you guys are both capped out there. So I'm going to go at linebacker, mm-hmm. and um, you know I thought I could wait and and pick up, uh, pick up a guy at the end of the draft here, M- maybe pick up a, you know a DJ Gordon type. But I mean I'm just going to go with Dwayne Boyles, uh, safe and secure bet. You, you we want to put some numbers on the board. I think he'll he'll be a guy that can do that for us. Get some tackles up on the board. Maybe we can kind of see some of that pass rushing we thought we'd see unleashed.
1: I was about to say he's been
2: taking some pass
1: rushing uh, reps with the defensive line during practices this week. So I think I think Shoop or or you know Dreadhead King over there and decided, hey, he's fast. He's really good at tackling. We might as well get him after the quarterback every once in a while. Which is,
0: in my opinion. And didn't he have like five and a half sacks in 2019 or something like that? Like yeah, he was
2: great off the edge. They would bring him in and on like third down and
0: stuff. Yeah. So like that was that was the thing that was just completely missing uh, under uh former defensive coordinator uh, Glenn Spencer. It's just like he, he was very good. Him and Antonio we were both very good at r- rushing the quarterback uh in, in 20 uh 2019. It just never really came to fruition. Yeah, so Dwayne Boyles in 2019 had 12 and a half tackles for loss and three sacks like that in 12 games played. He had 70, 75 tackles, 12 and a half tackles for loss that like that's, that's what you want to see uh, from, from your guy. That, that That's a, that's a steady hand. I think that's, I think we're going to see closer to that than what we saw, you know, last season. I think he, boy, he finished with uh, 68 tackles and three tackles for loss. That's a that's a steep drop off from where where we saw him in twenty nineteen. I think he gets back to that. I think he's finally healthy, and I think we're see, we'll see a big year from him. That's career.
2: that's the floor, and that's a good floor. All right, Steve, you're back up.
1: Uh, well, continuing down my list, uh, this this one was probably the most difficult. This one, and in, in, yeah, this one's probably the most difficult one, just because it's there's a lot of guys on the defensive line, on this revamped defensive line. Uh, a guy like Torian Hansford, you know, we know he's, he's going to be serviceable. There's a reason he got brought in. Um, you know, he has a good bit of experience. You know, you got some young guys on this defensive line that are getting some, some kudos from uh, coach Scott there. Uh, he mentioned Eddie Kelly today. Uh, we all kind of knew Eddie Kelly's Eddie Kelly's going to be the next guy from USF. That's going to be on that freaks list. I mean, right. he's already just a massive human being as a true freshman. He's like 17, 18 years old. He's 6'4", 275 at a defensive end. Like, he get him like an extra two inches, he'll be massive, uh, you know, coming off the edge there. This one, I'm, I was between kind of our journeyman guy that you just have nothing but, but love to root for uh, with Rashawn Yates. Uh, he, he's, he kind of got bent through the ringer. As a senior and and you know, had his ups and downs, and I think he's trending upwards. You know, he got number six as a defensive line. I love seeing guys with single digits on the defensive line. High grade. Then score. I have my trendy, yeah, high grade, high grade score. And then I have my trendy guy, uh, a Clyde Pender Jr. Uh, fan, probably will end up being a fan favorite. Number ninety nine, big human being from a uh, UNC went to Armwood, right up the road. Um I think both these guys are gonna have phenomenal years one way or another. I I I think USF is going to rack up on the sacks as much as possible. Steve, but can I guess who I you're actually a, gonna take? Yeah, Chad Elder. <laughs> <laughs> um no, I, I'm going with Rashawn Yates. Um mm-hmm. I thought you're gonna take Matos. Yeah, I fucking love Mattos. Like, <laughs> if if there if you could get like 10 points for a block kick. <laughs> we oh. test every single day, every time. Uh, but yeah, Rashawn Yates. Um, I noticed he went from defensive tackle to defensive end. Uh, I think that suits his pass rush ability a lot more. He's big, he's strong, um, and he's got a lot of grit. I love what Rashawn Yates does. I love what he's what he's what he's all about. Uh, senior, he knows he's going to be the leader on this defensive line. I believe in. Uh, I believe in Rashawn Yates. All right, back back, back to you. The starting right, the penultimate uh, round. Yeah, this one, uh, not as not as dramatic of a reading or anything like that. DJ Gordon,
2: freak. That's a solid pick, man. Yeah, I think he's he's shown that he's probably seemingly good enough that I was kind of waiting. I thought, okay, I'd be happy with Boyles or Greer, but I can wait for Gordon as well. If if something, else, if I need to take something else, so that's that I speaks pretty highly of them. That that I, th- the I figured all
1: three of us would be fine at linebacker. Yeah, like right. <laughs> we these were the three that we were going to choose. It was just who was going to pick one of those three. No offense to anyone else in that linebacker room, um, especially Jalen Schuler, um, who's been uh, just popping off in camp. But it's these three.
2: Yep. Uh, all right, back to me. I'm going to go Kelly Joyner. Great pick. At running back, what value late here. But I think he's obviously a guy, if it was not based on you know, only three teams here and, and you had to get a guy, he probably would have gone a lot earlier. Uh, this is just because you guys filled up your running backs pretty quickly. So I think all three of these guys we have at running back are going to put up some – numbers this year
0: mm-hmm. it'll
2: just be a it's, it okay it may come down to who's, who's scores the touchdowns and so that is, would probably lean in steaks favor here but i think we all got some productive running backs just like yep. pretty similar to the linebacker conversation we're all going to get a good one to just a matter of who got who yep um so it's
0: my turn <laughs> Uh, let's go with the guy who probably made the most important play of the 2021 season. And that is Chris Carter. Uh, we'll always, I mean, and that's points right there. That's a, that's a tackle. That's points right there. I mean, he, do,
2: he I does, he does it all points. for the bulls. Um, that might be worth it. That, that might have to go to the committee for extra points. Yeah. <laughs> the
1: grits, score of the week.
2: <laughs> yeah. That's a,
0: that's a, that's a gritty, gritty, uh, play. I think I, I think he's going to be a lot more involved in, in the passing game uh, this season. He's a good blocker. Um, Maybe able to sneak in a pancake or two with some downfield blocks, you know, get some points that way as well. Uh, and and I, I just, I, with, he's the most experienced guy in in that tight end room at USF. So you can't not do that. Right. Um, and then for wide receiver, you know, I, I told you guys I wanted to build uh some stability so you can take a couple of swings here. Uh wide receiver, uh with my last pick of this draft, you know it, baby. You know it. Way to go, Seth. Latrell Williams. Latrell Williams, everybody. Coming back from the torn ACL. Uh he's nursing a hamstring injury. But I, he's he's going to be a guy that fits in nicely with this offense. I think he's going to get a lot of run. I'm excited to see what he can do uh, once he gets completely healthy. But you know, you got to swing big sometimes, and I, he he is my guy. If he pops off, you guys have no shot. It's
2: yeah. true. Yeah, there's a lot of depth. You see in the chat, there's other names get thrown out. There's a lot of depth in the skill positions, and that's kind of one of the reasons I I thought it'd be fun to cap receiver at two. Just because there's so many good ones, you can kind of have a bunch of different combinations. Uh, so I'm, I, I'm left with an O-lineman. Now, Steve mentioned the flip-flop, flip-flopping of the tackles earlier. Mm-hmm. And why would you do that? Well, you move Demontre Jacobs because you obviously think he's your best tackle and probably your best offensive lineman. That's why you s- switch him from somewhere he's comfortable on the right side to the left side. So he's always on the quarterback's blind side, regardless of who the quarterback is. So I think that p- speaks pretty highly of him. He's, we've talked about him. He's a big guy, super long arms. He has kind of the body type, I think, more than other guys on the team to be a possibility at the next level. So that's who I'm going with here, Demontre Jacobs.
1: Great choice. He would have been mine if if had I not read the whole thing about flip-flopping. Um
2: that's where I thought you were going. I did one of the, I did one of these. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I
1: I think honestly, I think both of them would be completely served. Either um DeMontre Jacobs on the on the left tackle or the right tackle. I think both of them would be phenomenal um at those positions. Uh and I'm not I'm not necessarily worried about our tackles too much this year. It's just it's a little worrisome when you go from right tackle to left tackle. It's it's a whole different mantra. And
2: yeah, it is difficult to learn, but it could, they could just also be cross training him a little bit, right? Um, but the, to me, the fact that they're they're willing to move him shows that they feel he's really got some special uh, pass protecting characteristics. Um, so he's a guy that kind of came in out of nowhere initially, and once he got in, you're like, man, this guy's really like big and long and. If he, if he can move at all, he's he's got a chance to be a player, and he, and he turns out he could move a little bit. So I, I think he's got a chance to be pretty good. Uh, we'll see if it happens on the field this year, but uh, I like getting him in the ninth round. Oh, great choice.
0: All right. Send us w- out. Don't want to call Mr. Irrelevant, but the last pick of the draft, Robert Steak, you've got your choices uh, of DBs, only two off the board. Uh, excited to see where you go here. Are you going flash? Are you going consistency? I'm excited. What, what's uh, what's your thought process on this one?
1: You know, I almost feel like we should we should have had two DBs just because the depth is is very very much there uh, at defensive back for USF this year. Um, Will Jones, DeQuan Evans are are clear by far none probably the <laughs> best two defense backs on our team. Um, DeQuan Evans has just been absolutely consistent year in year out. Uh, Will Jones, I think we're we're all, you know, sitting on the edge of our seats waiting in anticipation for the first defensive play uh, where they throw towards Will Jones to see him do his work. Um, I I really don't think that there's a bad third choice here um, because there is a lot of depth. Uh, Of course, you know, there's a few guys that would be questionable, but I'm going to go with a guy. That has put in the work, has worked his ass off, earned that scholarship, and he earned it for a reason. T-Mac Simpson. I love T-Mac Simpson. I also wanted to go for an all-name team here. Um, really wanted to kind of get like a Dan Smith, BYU kind of situation with a, a key and peel skit. Yeah, And I think I accomplished it. With Jordan Smith. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, but really i mean it, it, tj robinson i saw him get noted it, tj has been kind of the guy that kind of started the transfer party into usf a little bit um transfer from rutgers what was that like three years ago um he was kind of the first uh big power five guy that transferred in under, under regime so um yeah, I, I really think that this uh, defensive back room has is, is got the depth and got the skill positions there to uh, to be good this year. Losing Smoke Davis sucks, no doubt, but I, I think they'll be fine. And uh, yeah, it'll be fun.
2: I'd say what will be interesting at the end of the year is to go back and look and see what the best of the non-drafted guys, how they look. Like Christian Williams. Another good player in the in the in the mm-hmm. defensive backfield. You may have, you know, Schuler at linebacker may maybe a player. Defensive line, we don't know if, are one of these big tackles gonna make a, a bunch of uh progress. You know, off, offensive line, obviously there's a couple uh a couple high grit or there's the grit champion is still out there, tight end. We don't know who's gonna play and receiver's kind of uh, you know, is Marion Dollison gonna kind of finally take that step? Is maybe you know, s- Sincere Brown, maybe? yeah run 23 miles per hour past some people you've got you know you've got a guy like Holden Willis out there that could be a flex guy I mean there's a lot of really good players left that could contribute um and it seems like there's not going to be one guy that's kind of the key um so it seems like the ball is going to kind of move around on offense so it would be interesting to see at the end of the year, if there is a team of guys, we did not draft how they would stack up because it may be closer than we think. Do you want to, do you want to do that real quick and
0: we'll do that and we'll can, we can wrap up this week's podcast with a, uh, you want to do like the all control team.
2: I think uh, we can just kind of, I think at the end of the year, we just go and pick whoever has the highest scores for each position and see how they stack highest scores remaining and see how they stack up.
1: Okay. <laughs> well, we'll uh, yeah. call that the, uh, the, the fan draft.
2: No.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And uh yeah, it's gonna be a lot of fun. I you know, this was a kind of a, a, on the fly kind of uh decision we made. Um I I like all of the teams. Um I like my team more than you guys, but I think it's mostly because I had the first pick and I got the quarterback.
2: Yeah, if he, <laughs> if, he if he if he goes coast to coast, it's gonna to be tough to make up the
0: those numbers. <laughs> so I mean, if he just does what he did last year at Baylor, I mean, it, Nate's yeah. going to run away with this just from yeah, that it's, <laughs> it's like if you just put up twenty two hundred yards and eleven touchdowns, I think you, you kind of run away with this thing. Um, but you know, my my skill position players, you know, I feel confident in Batie and, and and Weaver. Uh, Latrell Williams and Chris Carter, are both a little bit of a mystery. Um, So, I mean, that could, that could blow up in my face. Um Torin Hansford may not, could not be the guy, but who knows?
2: Yeah. Have we heard anything? I have not seen a ton about the defensive line. Um, yeah. Have it's we heard bit- anything about how kind of guys are coming along? I know they had something, I think on the USF site a little bit about it, but have you guys heard much?
1: they're keeping everything under lock and key. Um, You know, we don't even, I have my inklings on who's going to be the starting four on this defensive line. Um, But at this point, it's just really a a big guess. Um, You know, I I know that that's the number one question that everyone's going to be asking from now until September 3rd is how's the defensive line doing? How's the defensive line doing? How's the defensive line doing? Um, If Shoup has done any sort of homework, he knows that that's the key. Uh, of this machine to get the cog going full speed. So I would imagine uh, to give a very generic answer, the defensive line is doing just fine. Uh, it's practice. Uh, that's the key thing to remember here. So, you know, if we say the defensive line is crushing it and doing phenomenal, well, you know, are they going up against ones? Are they going up against twos? Is it practice squad guys? You know, does that mean the offensive line is bad? You know, it's. Mm. That's what practices are like it, I, I saw that, um, the, the Will Jones interception that he had against uh, Gary in the end zone there. Um, you know, some people, uh, I saw someone like, Oh, is this something to be worried about? And it's like, if, if we just posted highlights of the quarterbacks throwing dots all day to wide open receivers, we'd be shitting our bricks about our defensive backs. Yeah. It's practice. It's it's not necessarily like they post those plays basically for the fans to be able to go and jerk off to the content for you know twenty seven sure. hours before they okay. repost it. All right, uh.
2: <laughs> that's a hard
1: left <laughs> turn. I'll be honest. <laughs> I mean, it, 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 but am I wrong? Is <laughs> the question?
2: <laughs> I, what's What's nice? Uh, not related to that. What's nice <laughs> is that I think you'll know if you have. A, you'll know if you have a good defensive line. Early this year, if they play well against BYU, they're probably pretty good. If they don't, then you have to kind of still wait and see, I think. But BYU's got a really good offensive line. They kind of handled Utah last year. Um, who, uh, you know, when people talk about Utah, they think tough on defense, you know. So they handled them pretty good last year and they have some pros on that offensive line. So if USF's able to handle them for the most part in the first game, I think that would kind of give you a good indication. If not, then I think it's still up in the air, but the first game will tell you something that you won't be able to tell in practice. Like Stieg is uh, so eloquently and, alluded to. Yeah. And and they don't need to be world beaters.
1: We're not, we're not asking for the NCAA <laughs> record of sacks in a season, tackles for loss in a season. All we need is not last in or tied last in sacks with Vanderbilt. That is, I'm gonna set the bar at the at the floor here. Just just don't be tied
2: last. <laughs> like. Okay. So looks like we've got some here. Let's throw that up there. So I I, I think that's you you'd like to hear that. Obviously, offensive line we we they need to have a good year. But I don't know if it was like this in the past where the defensive line's been playing pretty well in practice. So you get you've gotta feel pretty good about the size and the talent they put on there, and if those guys are able to perform, then this is yeah. true see so you have a better answer, yeah, it's true, no comment. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I've said too much already tonight, I yeah, absolutely. <laughs>
0: Well, you know, I figure we'd do you know some something lighthearted. There's really not much to we'll discuss. You know, quarterback play and and the, the first scrimmage next week uh, when you know allegedly the QB one will be named. So uh, I just figure this would be a fun exercise, kind of talk through some some of the. I mean, this really comes down to you know outside of. Steve for the most part, it really came down to who do you think are going to be the, the important players for the bulls this season? I think you, you get a pretty good snapshot um, <clears throat> of, you know, who we think should or, or can make the most impact for the team. And um, I, I think, I, I think all of the teams, you know, Jordan Smith, notwithstanding, uh, it, it, it's a it's a well put together team for Steeg. I think we can just give him Trey Marsh just give him the rest of the quarter just give him the field. Just give me all all the
1: rest of the quarterback's like the field. I think that's that like, yeah, because, I like, think that's fair. Well
2: we we'll see how the season we may end up it may not be uh we may have to kind of look at it with quarterback without quarterback depending on the season goes cuz it could it could get ugly if, <laughs> yeah, if the that quarterback collection <laughs> <laughs> is just going like, to like hinder everything. <laughs> yeah. Man,
0: I mean, if you guys wanted to win, I simply would have just gotten the first pick, like I did. Yeah, I, fuck I, me, right? Teams. I tried, I tried. <laughs> it, it seems it seems pretty easy in hindsight, don't don't you think? I should have just, yeah.
2: I sh- you know, I shouldn't have let you pick two or three. I should have just picked it myself. But <laughs> yeah. I'm a gentleman. What can I say?
0: Yeah, you're a gentleman. Um, well, let's get out of yeah. here. I know with team Seth, names. You got some st- oh yeah, absolutely. Um, Seth, let, let's let's start with your team name first, and we'll go from there.
2: All right. I'm just going to, I'm just going to write it out here. All right. <laughs> oh, you, you dirty little man over there. Jimmy horns is one of our leaders here. So we'll be the horn dogs. That makes sense. Uh, Steve, you have one for your team. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's right. Uh, just a uh, Joe, a uh, Joe laser focus. All right.
1: Just hyperlink. Just paste the image next to my team. <laughs> uh, Joe, a Joe dot gif. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> That's good. All right, Nate. Uh, Because I'm a creature of habit and uh, I'm a little superstitious, uh, I name every single fantasy team the exact same thing every single year without fail. Uh, So it's going to be hot fuzz. Mm. Just Mm. just because I want to win. And that's just its one of the greatest movies ever made. Um, I watched it uh, last week while the family was out of town and it's it's served me well. It's won me multiple championships, and I am uh, looking
2: forward to whooping y'all's ass this season. Well, we'll have to get uh, we'll have to get our, our friend Alex on some logos for these teams here. Uh, I think I, I have a vision. Uh, <laughs> so I I think it can be executed. Seems like that could be executed pretty easily. Uh,
1: I, you know what? I this entire time I've been working on it already. I've already got my team uh, my team image ready to go.
0: And I I have a standard image that I always use for my literally. I, gosh, I am so predictable. Like you could, you could literally murder me so easily. Like watch (laughs) me for a day
2: and you'd have my, you'd have my pattern down. I like it. These are, we'll have to, we'll get the, we'll get the logos together. Uh, and maybe we'll track it throughout the season here. Absolutely. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll post it, uh, on Twitter as well.
0: Uh, you guys can vote for who do you think will have the best season. Uh, maybe we'll do it with or without quarterback and uh, we'll go from there. Uh, maybe we'll do it without names too, initially, because I'm sure a lot of people uh, haven't listened to the podcast yet. Right? Exactly. Team No. Exactly. You are absolutely right. We are going to crush it this season, uh, but we'll go from there. Um, and we'll, we'll post it on Twitter. Facebook. We'll post it on on Twitter. Make sure you guys uh, like and subscribe to the YouTube channel, uh, so you guys get notifications when we go live every week for our podcast. Make sure you like and subscribe on Apple iTunes, on Spotify. You can hear us wherever you get your podcasts. We'll have a bunch of content coming out here soon. Uh, this was a fun exercise. I'm excited uh, to to kick off this season in uh, what twenty. 24 days. Is that right? Uh, yeah. It's coming. Like
1: quick. I'm not. I don't know
0: how to count days. 24 days away guys. Let's go. I've got uh, something
2: to, I've got something to hawk before we leave. Go ahead. Okay. A week from tonight. I have an hour long show every week on VSN sun coast. VSN is a streaming app on Roku and Apple TV. Uh, after I think maybe after the first week, these two guys will be included weekly as part of a roundtable talking about the state's college football teams. Check that out. It'll be next week. If we talked to you before, then I'll remind you. But download VSN. It covers high school football in the state of Florida uh, in every region. Um, we'll be co- I'll be covering recruiting and the local programs, kind of from the area I'm in in uh, the nine four one. So I'll I'll be talking to the high school coaches down there covering recruiting across the state. And then we will every week be covering every college game in the state of Florida. So if you are just looking for more football content, check that out. The show is called Next Level. Starts next Wednesday, a week from today at 7 p.m. on VSN Suncoast. It's one of the channels on the app. So download that. Check it out. It should be a lot of fun. Uh, There should be some good stuff.
1: Perfect. I, is is that also professional, or do I actually have to like try?
2: Yeah, no, that's that'll be a little different.
1: <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> yeah, you're you're <laughs> gonna have to
0: try it a little bit harder.
2: Just uh, we probably probably keep the masturbation jokes to a minimal,
0: but not zero. <laughs> minimal.
2: The, min, the minimum I'll, is I'll st- zero. The minimum is zero.
1: I'll I'll sneak one or two in every week.
2: <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs>
1: All right,
0: for Nathan, Seth, and Stieg, thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for joining us. This was fun uh, for the uh, USF football fantasy draft. We'll keep up with it all season long. Be sure to check us out everywhere. Uh, Stampede SBN, at Seth Farnador, at Robert Life. I'm Bulls Nathan SBN. Go Bulls. Have a good night. Go Bulls. Go Horn Dogs. Go Bulls.